let the record show that I am recording this podcast at 2.35 a.m. because I have not had consistent childcare this week and this has been the best time to get my work done. Working in the evenings, hyping myself up on caffeine, and sometimes that's just what you have to do. I actually find that I work really well in the evenings. I can kind of get into this deep flow. And so I thought while I'm here, I'm going to record my podcast for this week because I have something really exciting that I want to talk about. I'm going to be sharing the business of branding and the behind the scenes look at how I run my business as a brand strategist, creative director, and designer for coaches and consultants. And I hope that by seeing some of the nitty gritty details of what I do to grow my business, you'll get some inspiration, ideas, and validation in your own path. You're listening to Aesthetically Speaking. On this podcast, we're talking about all things branding, logos, colors, fonts, and the strategy behind it all. It seems like these days it's easier than ever to build an audience, but harder than ever to stand out online. My name's Rebecca, and I'm a brand strategist and designer. I'm here with my sister, Abby, a lawyer who needs a creative outlet. Together, we're going to talk about how to bring your brand to life. Okay, I have the loosest outline for the podcast today because I had too many ideas and I wanted to keep it really, really simple. So let me start by explaining what I do. And if you are familiar with branding, the concept of brand strategist is probably not unfamiliar to you. But for those of you who are not as familiar with that term, I want to explain a little bit about what that means. So your brand is a really ubiquitous term that basically means what people think of you. And we know that one of the strongest indicators for influencing what people think is how something looks and sounds and feels. So my work as a brand strategist is to work with businesses and not just businesses, but the owner, the CEO, the visionary of the business to figure out what it is that they want to become, what it is that they want people to think, and then creating that through using the right visuals, the right words, the right strategies, et cetera, to create that reputation. So there's a great quote from Marty Neumeyer who wrote this book about branding and strategy and all that. And he says, your brand is not what you say it is. Your brand is what they say it is. And I like that approach, but I want to add something to it, which is your brand is actually the perfect alignment between who you are and who you want to be and how others perceive you. And when those things are in alignment, I feel like that is the definition of a strong, successful brand, which is why As a brand strategist, I'm not just sitting down and designing logos. I spend a lot of time really thinking about my clients in a high-level, holistic view where I'm really thinking, who is it that this client is right now and who do they want to become and how can I show them how I see them? And my client Colette was telling me today, I'm still growing into my brand. And I think that's a really common experience for my clients because what I am giving them is more than just a visual or a logo or an image. It's really an identity that sometimes feels a little scary because it is so lofty and that's really intentional. So what I do as a brand strategist 
in the nitty gritty, in the practical, not the fluffy transformational side of it is I sit down with people one-on-one and I ask them a lot of really thoughtful questions about themselves and their business and the people that they serve. And I look for patterns and themes and feelings and I pull those out and I put them together in a really cohesive, beautiful way so that these people can then communicate these patterns and themes and feelings to their own ideal clients. So when I think about the outcome that my clients get, there's two things. The internal is a really solid self-image where they have elevated the way that they think about themselves and the way that they think about their business. And they don't feel like I have all these different parts of me, or I have all these different things that I want to do, or I feel a lot of self-doubt. They have this really calm, centered self-identity. And the other part is this external where they are able to get clients more easily who better align with what they're trying to do because they are so clear in explaining like who they are and what makes them unique and desirable. So I deliver a lot of documents that just have messaging and wording and positioning like this is who you are, this is what I would say, this is what I would not say. Like I get pretty specific. And then they also get a lot of assets like here's the logos, here's the color palettes. I give them a very detailed guideline on like, here's how you use it and here's how you should never use it and the fonts and all of that stuff. So my goal is to provide not just a new look, but a complete reinvention of who you are on the inside and the outside. So that's what I do as a brand strategist, okay? And that is the bread and butter of my work. And I wanted to explain that so that when I'm explaining how I have my business set up, you will hopefully have a good sense for what I'm actually delivering. So I want to explain how I manage my business from a very practical administrative point of view, because I think that is really relevant and it's not something that we talk about a lot. So in my business, I operate as an LLC and I don't have any employees. I am the sole proprietor, sole employee of my business. I do have a few contractors that I work with on a regular repeated basis to support me in managing the business and also in delivering my client work. So I have a podcast manager, Allison. This is a shout out to you who edits my episodes. She helps me write the blogs to go along with episodes, the show notes, create the graphics, all of those things so that I can really focus on creating the content and recording the podcast each week. I also have a CFO in my business who does all of my bookkeeping taxes, financial projections. And that's new this year as I am growing my business more and more. I really wanted somebody who was an expert in helping me kind of make those decisions. So those are my two kind of business management support people. And then I also have a business coach that I've worked with for a long time. I've worked with a lot of fantastic coaches. And one of the reasons that I'm so passionate about working with coaches is because I have experienced the change that happens when you have a coach in your corner to support you. And my coach, Amber Smith, has helped me so much in figuring out not just the business side of my business, but also the personal side of my business and really figuring out how I want to run things. So I have a business coach and then a couple of other contractors who help me deliver my client work. One is a copywriter who writes 
the content for my client's website. I do all of the branding stuff myself, but the website copy, I often hand off to her and she creates that and delivers that. And there's a certain level of SEO stuff that we do. And then the last contractor that I work with is a web developer. So that allows me to be creative and design websites and then hand them off to her and she'll build those out. So I wanted to mention all of those because even though I don't have employees, there are a lot of people who support me in running my business the way that I want to. And I've gotten to a comfortable point where I have the support that I need to run my business like this indefinitely. So I'm really happy with this level. The last support I want to mention is I have childcare. I have daycare that I send my kids to three days a week. And for me, three days a week is the perfect amount of work. I like still having plenty of time with kids at home, but I I really love my work. And for me, it's very important not just to have consistent time, but to have longer blocks of time. So I don't like having, you know, half days here and there. I like having a full day, three days a week, and that allows me to kind of turn off on the other days. So if you're keeping track, I think that's like seven different things that make it so I can run my business. But I mentioned that I work three days a week and I like to spend about 60% of my time doing my client work. And I say that my clients are my business. And so I pour into them. I am a perfectionist for them. I care about them so much, probably to the point that it annoys them because I will text past clients and be like, okay, I just had an idea for a program name, or I just saw this shirt that's in your brand colors. It's at this store, but I really, really care about my clients. And it's very important to me to have a business where I am serving clients on a really deep level. I'm not just doing surface stuff. I'm like really, really helping them. And then the other 30% of my time I spend working on my business. So the bulk of that is doing marketing and administration work. I don't separate the deliverables that I get to my clients from the communication that I provide to my clients. Those are all the same thing for me because I think communication is really, really important. And I spend a good amount of my time talking with my clients, brainstorming ideas, reviewing materials, and giving them feedback so that they can have the best brands possible. So that's a little bit about how I manage my business. A lot of people want to know about like systems that I use. I am like the queen of finding apps for exactly what I want. And this will be no surprise to you, but it really matters to me that my apps are aesthetically pleasing and that they're well-organized and they work across all my devices. So I have a tech stack that I use in my business and I actually don't have a CRM or anything fancy like that. I send my invoices and my contracts through Thrivecart. I manage my client deliverables in Google Drive and I send everything through email. And I think sometimes we make it more complicated than it needs to be. So that's how I do that. The next thing I want to talk about is marketing and client attraction, because this is something that every single business needs to focus on. And if I'm being honest, I would like to move to more of a 50-50 split between client work 
and marketing because I know how important marketing is. And when I spend time marketing my business, I have results to show for it. So the way that I market my business right now is number one, the podcast, which you're listening to. Thank you very much. And number two is through content marketing on Instagram and to my email list. And let me tell you something. If it's not simple, I'm not doing it. So I do not have some crazy complicated system for creating content. I have a list of ideas for the podcast that I have very loosely outlined in kind of an order that I think makes sense and things I want to talk about and kind of relevant to the season. But whatever is inspiring to me the day that I'm ready to record, that's what I talk about. And I do not try and follow this strategy of pleasing the algorithm or getting visible on Instagram. That's just not me. And I really believe that a solid brand attracts your clients to you. And that has been true for me. My clients find me and they want to work with me. And it's not because I'm making reels all the time or even that I'm making that much content because I'm not. So I'm experimenting with something on Instagram where I'm actually not posting anything in my feed. I'm just posting on my stories because I want to lessen the load of creating content on Instagram. I feel like things that I create don't last for that long. People don't see them. And so I'm really focusing on creating quality content for my podcast, which is also a blog. And then whatever overflows, whatever extra energy and capacity I have gets put into my Instagram. And I really like that right now. That's really working for me. And the other thing that I try to prioritize is relationship building and not building relationships for the sake of getting a client out of it, but building relationships because it fills my cup as a person and because I think it helps me enjoy my business more. And that's one of the reasons that I love having a coach because I feel like having that kind of supportive relationship is so helpful in your business that that's really what I want to do. When I am creating content, and I say this with a huge grain of salt because I do not want you to think that I am the all-knowing expert when it comes to creating content. It's one thing to be able to see what you should do, and it's another thing to be able to actually do it. But when I'm creating content, I really try to channel my ideal client. So I will sometimes sit down and before I start writing any caption or email or anything, I will jot down a couple ideas about my ideal client. Like what are they doing right now? What is keeping them up at night? What are they struggling with? And even what are they excited about? One of my favorite beliefs and affirmations about my business is that my ideal clients love to invest in my services. And so I I really try to get into that headspace before I'm creating content so that I'm approaching it with the right perspective and, and writing what they want and not just what I want. So I think there should be a balance of both. I also have the luxury at this point in my business to be able to find clients through referrals and renewals. And so it's not as important to me to be attracting a ton of new people to my audience. That's really not what I'm about, but it is really important to me 
to serve people on a deep level, even if that's just through my free content like the podcast. The other side of client attraction that I wanted to mention is client retention. And this is something that I'm really proud of. I have a lot of repeat clients and clients who will continue working with me for months and even years after completing their initial branding and website. And I'm really grateful for them, not just because they trust me and continue to invest in me, but because I'm able to build a relationship with them. And I feel that I'm able to really help their brand succeed because I can give it more attention over a length of time. One thing that I've noticed is there seem to be kind of two trains of thought in business growth. One is this idea that there should be a quick fix for everything, right? That I'm going to buy some template or watch some video and get the three tricks or copy these seven hooks or whatever it is, and that that's going to solve our problems. And I I feel like anybody who's making a promise like that, we should be very wary of because I just don't think that it's at least the way that I want to run my business isn't going to happen through quick fixes. But the other side of that is that we think that everything has to take six months to a year. And we kind of become obsessed with this putting it off till the future. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make progress on that because it's gonna take me a year. And the way that I view branding is that it is little by little by little that you intentionally tweak and evolve and elevate your brand and elevate yourself to become the person and the business that you want to be. And I think if you would just say, I'm not going to finish my brand, quote unquote, this year, but I am now managing my brand, an important part of growing my business, and it's never going to go away. It's never going to be finished. It's going to be a constant effort. I think you would see a lot better results. And I think you would see things work faster because you're not putting it off. So now that I've explained the structure of my business, I want to talk through my actual products, programs, and services because I think it's interesting and because I hope it will give you a good perspective at what I call my boring business, which is I don't have tons of little things and little offers and little freebies that I'm creating all the time. I have a really simple offer suite and it works really well and I really love it. It allows me to do the things that I do really, really well and do them deeply. I probably said that like five times this episode, but if you can't tell, that's the kind of work that really lights me up and I believe is important. And it's also the kind of the work that nobody can ever replicate. There's no template, there's no course that can match what you do with a client one-on-one. So my signature service is brand strategy and brand design. And that often includes website design and development as well. But where I can really shine is in that deep, thoughtful process of helping you figure out who you want to be and how you can show the world that you are that person, that you are that business. So I would say the bulk of my clients and the bulk of my income comes from this one-on-one service. And it takes about eight weeks or two months to complete a brand from start to finish. And so I only work with a handful of clients every year so that I can give those clients my full attention. When you rebrand with me, it is truly a transformational experience. And it's not something that I like to rush through or do in a day or in a weekend. I think there's power in taking your time with it. 
both for me as the creator and for you as the receiver to really think through some of these things. And I can't tell you how many clients have gotten so much clearer on their brand just within the three weeks that we start working together in shifting pretty significant things about who they actually want to be or who they actually want to serve. So that's the bulk of my work. I also have what I call creative partnerships, which is basically a retainer package for my clients who I have completed their brand and their website, and now they want help in doing that constant brand management. So this is the strategy and the consulting where they're talking about new offers and I'm helping them position and name them and brand them. And it's also like done for you design work where they create an offer and they I make the sales page for it. Or they have an idea for a client workbook and I actually design that for them. So they have the materials that they need. So I have, like I said, a few of my past clients will continue as my creative partner to grow their brand in that way. And those are kind of the the two one-on-one things that I do. If you've been following me for a while, you may have heard of two other programs that I have. One is called Brand in a Day, which is a self-guided course for you to build your brand if you are currently on the path to making your first six figures. So it's not one-on-one brand design, but it is my framework for building your brand by focusing first on your identity, then your messaging, and then the aesthetics. And there's also a good piece of mindset tied into that. So I love that program because it's very simple. I really designed it to be done in one day. And there have been students who've gone through and within 24 hours, they have released their new brand. And I'm really proud of the fact that it focuses on the strategy of branding as well as brand design. So there are 10 pre-made brand templates that are included in Brand in a Day, and you have access to all of those in the course. So you can take those, you can mix and match them, you can edit them, you can customize them, but it gives you a really good starting point that's not just an overused Canva logo. The other program that I have that I'm really excited about is Personal Brand Mastery. And this program has been through a few iterations over the last year. So I launched, I think exactly one year ago, I launched Personal Brand Mastery. And it was originally designed as a brand consulting program. But working with a few students in Personal Brand Mastery, I really felt like what I was doing was more along the lines of a creative partnership. So Brand Mastery this year will be a brand coaching program. And it will be in a group format where I will be teaching the principles of building your brand and also coaching you through some of the decisions that you have to make in order to do that. So brand mastery is kind of between brand in a day and having me design your one-on-one brand. There's a lot of work in your personal development that happens in personal brand mastery that will really help you if when we work together one-on-one to solidify that identity and that self-image into a visual form. So I have a few other things that I will create and offer from time to time, but as far as how my business runs, those are the things that I offer. And like I said, probably 75% of what I do 
is my one-on-one client work. And there are lots of people out there who just don't want to work with clients. They don't want the pressure. They don't want the time, you know, or the stress of, of delivering that. And I just really, truly enjoy it. And honestly, this is going to sound so braggadocious, but I'm really good at what I do. And my process allows me to be really logical and methodical, but also very intuitive. So I can show you why I'm making certain design decisions from a logical standpoint. Like this is what makes sense. This is kind of the history and the cultural perception of these colors or whatever. But there's also a very intuitive aspect where because we've worked together to understand your identity and your quirks and your attitudes and and like your perspective on business and why you do things the way you do them that I can bring in and say, I think this matches your personality. And I really feel that my work is sacred because I am creating an identity for you to step into. And that's a lot of pressure. But like I said, my process allows me to do that really, really well. And I'm very, very proud of that. So in 2024, I'm offering something called the rebrand experience. And I'm honestly like, it's not a rebrand, it's a reinvention. It's my one-on-one private branding service where we will go really deep into these things. But I'm excited because I'm including two new things in this service, one of which is photo shoot preparation and creative direction, and the other is styling. So how you actually dress and look and how all of that comes together, which I'm really excited about. So the last thing that I wanted to mention in the behind the scenes look at my branding business is some of my growth over the last few years and some of my goals and opportunities. So I'm really, really proud of what I have accomplished in my business because I have a very clear vision of what I'm trying to create. I do not desire to have a bunch of employees. I don't desire to work five days a week. And I'm on track in that way. I also don't desire to not work very much. I don't desire to never have any one-on-one clients. And so I've made really thoughtful decisions over and over again, little by little by little, that have helped me grow my business according to my values and according to my purpose in having a business and not according to what anybody else says I could be doing or should be doing or what would make me the most money. And what's cool is that as I have done this in a way that's been true to me, it has helped me be more profitable. And that's one of my core beliefs that you can build a very successful, profitable business while being 100% yourself. And I think that's the power of good branding is that it allows you to fully be yourself and use that in a way that helps your business succeed. So I'm proud of my growth because despite the fact that I have not made a million dollars in a calendar year, which it seems like everybody on the internet is doing, if you looked at my numbers, you'd say like, oh, that's good, steady growth, but it's nothing outrageous. And that's because I'm unwilling to compromise on my values and principles, not in a moral way, but just in a, I know what I want kind of way. And I'm willing to take things a little bit slower 
in order to do things my way. So some of my goals. I have a goal this year to welcome more students into personal brand mastery and serve more people through coaching and not just through truly building their brand for them. And I really see this as a gap right now, not just in my business, but in the online business world at large, where you either have an incredible brand and you're making multi six figures, or you have nothing and you're scraping together something that you found on Creative Market or on Etsy or whatever. And so I want to help people understand how to grow their brand when they're on that journey by starting with the foundational pieces of your identity and your self-image and your desires and your natural gifts. And that's what I'm teaching in Personal Brand Mastery. It is personal development through your brand. And I'm really, really excited to teach that and to share that and to help people think about their brands differently. I also have a goal for some of the clients or types of clients that I would like to work with. And I have a dream list of clients. I won't share it here because that would embarrass them probably. But people that I would love to work with, coaches and consultants that I see as really powerful entrepreneurs, but I can see how a brand would serve them so well. And I don't say that in a judgy way. I say that purely because I love the opportunity to work with people who have so much to give. If you feel like you have so much to give and you just don't feel like it's being understood or valued as much as it could be or should be, that is an opportunity for you to uplevel your brand and show people who you really are and how much you really have to offer. I love it because like I said, it's this warm and fuzzy experience, but it's also very practical where you're understanding how certain types of messaging are helping you sell certain programs and certain design elements are helping you appeal to a certain type of client or not. And it's that combination of the beauty of design and the strategy of business combined that just brings it all together. So I hope you enjoyed this insider's view of my own business. If you have any questions about what I do or how I do it, or you would like to work with me in 2024, send me a message and I will ask you a couple questions and make sure that we're a good fit to work together and that you are in the right place to benefit from a rebrand and we'll get started. Thanks so much. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed listening to Aesthetically Speaking. If you want to support the podcast, please leave us a nice review or connect with us on Instagram at Rebecca Peterson Studio. 